Howdy folks, my name's Blue and I love to read. And my name's Justin and I do not like to read. Welcome back to Reading Held Hostage. Justin, I wanted to start off today, I don't want us to have a ton of opening bit because we have still so many episodes, so many chapters to get through. I mean, we can always do more and more episodes, baby. No, I think it's okay to end it on a, a part five. Yeah? <laughs> yeah. So do you remember last time how we talked about how vampires, how they would poop? Unfortunately, I feel real. I felt really confident in our answer. Um, did you like? Th- it's kind of like flies; like they just release little bits of dirt. Yeah. You know what Steph said? Oh, did she? She said they just don't. They use every single drop of blood, and there's no waste byproduct. They've which, as you know, mass. yeah. Which, as you know, in the human body system, we're so good. There so, is absolutely yeah. no waste. Yeah. Which is why we don't poop or pee either. Yeah, I don't piss and shit. Yeah, yeah. If, if you do, you're kind of like kind of a subpar human. And kind of really gross. How about Evolve, loser? Yeah. Don't poop or pee. Mm, you have a pee hole and a poop hole? Get rid of them. Yeah, I you thought don't that need was... Them. I think that's lazy writing. I get that Steph says that or in the book, vampires are supposed to be like the next level of human evolution. But like, we can't just use all of it. It just doesn't just... Also, they shower. Why would they need to shower? They sweat it out. Ooh, that could be it. They sweat out the poop. Or the ex- the, the, the waste. The yeah. waste product, maybe. But Bella's always talking about how good they smell. Maybe it smells good. They chemically change it to smell good, but it's really poop. It's really what would be in our poop in liquid form. Yeah. <laughs> oh, gross. <laughs> All right, I'm going to asterisk here, talk about our uh, Native American stuff real quick. As of 2016, the National Crime Information Center has reported 5,712 cases of missing American Indian and Alaska Native women and girls. However, the U.S. Department of Justice Missing Persons Database only reports 116 of these cases. The majority of these murders are committed by non-Native people on Native-owned land. You can check out the two websites we have below, Native Hope and Missing and Murdered Indigenous. Learn and share all you can. If you want to learn more about the Quileute tribe, um, which is the tribe that's portrayed in this book, uh, we have another link down there for the Burke Museum. So, are you ready to get going, or do you have anything else to say? Mm, I don't think so. All right. So, Justin, tell me where we were last time around. Talking about... Not the poop stuff. Oh, then I don't know. <laughs> that's all you remember? Yeah, yeah just, yeah. <laughs> just poop I mean, that's all I'm interested in, really. <laughs> that's why I'm here. Yeah. yeah. Every book, Warrior Cats, you guys do not understand how much we deleted. Yeah, how much <laughs> how we much cut we out of me talking about the poop. <laughs> Hunger Games, I am not excited to hear what Justin has to say about the poop. Katniss does big dookies. <laughs> Probably not, though. Maybe we should discuss that off microphone. <laughs> okay. So Bella is in Italy with Edward, and she's in the Volturi Lair. Do you remember that? She saves it up and does it in one big dookie. Okay, we're done talking about poop. Yeah. Why you do that? Do what? So we're chapter 21. Bella is really grateful that lights are starting to come up. Things are becoming more modern. They get in an elevator, and she can tell that... Oh, wow. An elevator? Those were invented in what? What is this, 3,000? Been to the year 3,000. Do you think I sound too much like the Jonas Brothers? Yeah, we're when they were pre- pre-pubescent. Yeah. <laughs> Did you know one of the Jonas Brothers had diabetes? Isn't it the middle one that no one knows the name of? Nick? No, Kevin's the one nobody knows about. The middle one that no one knows about. Nick! It's not. He's not the middle one. Kevin's the older one. Kevin's the oldest? Kevin, Joe, and then Nick. Really? Yeah. And then the little one, who was in Ponyo. Ponyo, Ponyo, Ponyo. Okay. In the sea. Where was I? Yeah, so they're getting on this super interesting invention called an elevator. <laughs> they get in. The Volturi start to relax. Um, she mentions that Felix and Dimitri, the kind of guard of this thing taking her, are both olive complexion, which she, like, talks about how pretty they are, but how they're still... These two, she's like, these are the first ugly vampires I've seen. I was like, wow, it's super fucking mean. 
But well, the, uh, the only ones with any complexion are super ugly. She said Laurent was the most beautiful vampire she'd seen, though. There's always one. <laughs> um, they're wearing modern clothes. And when they step out of the elevator, they're in like a little reception area. Despite there being like no windows and there's flowers all over the place, like they're trying to compensate for that. There's a, a very pretty human woman behind the reception desk who's like, hey, everybody. And Jane's guiding them, and Jane and a young pale boy in a gray suit meets her. They look very similar, they gab, and then they go into another fucking room. It's just room after room after room for like 10 pages, and I was like, just get to the get yeah. to the part you're going to be at. If you Do you think if this was set in modern day, they would have like LCD panels on the wall that yeah. show the outside? Yeah, they'd have the depression lights, yeah, yeah. so <laughs> the vampires can get some sun. Would... Oh. Theoretical question. Would vampires sparkle from the depression lights? Mm. They're supposed to be mimicking sun. Is it the UV that does it, or is it just the mystical power of the sun that does it? I think it's the mystical power of the sun. Okay. This is the skin of a killer, Bella. Because the moon doesn't do it. Mm-mm. So, and that's sunlight. I don't understand enough about space. The moon bright because reflects sun. Okay. Yeah. Sounds right. Okay. Babe, I genuinely don't know anything about okay. space. Um, this uh, young boy and Jane keep gab, keep gabbing, and Bella is like, I just want to be done, but this room's pretty cool. <laughs> like, you're literally in a bunch of vampires, and you're like, Ugh, I wish this room's kind of nice. Um, there's a handful of, full of people who are clearly vampires and these, uh, vampire folks are just like chilling. They're in regular outfits. They're vibing, but there's only one of them who's like the center of attention and Bella can tell. And if you've ever seen the movies, like they portrayed Aro perfectly. Yeah. Yeah. So he's like excited to see everybody. He's clearly joyful. Bella notes that his face is not like really beautiful cause he's old. He's 3000. Been to <laughs> um, uh, he's he, but he's like perfect. He has what she describes as translucent white skin and long black hair, which is how I describe my white. My remember how the guy wouldn't give me a color or a white tattoo because he didn't want to tattoo my beautiful white skin, and oh, then we hated that. We went somewhere oh, else. Gross. That made me really comfortable. Anyway, this is funny because Bella like. In her brain, she's like, God, I just want to touch his chin. I, I wonder if it feels like chalk. I wonder if his skin feels different. <laughs> Gross. Don't touch people. Um, she also notes that his eyes are very foggy. It kind of looks like he has cataracts. Hmm. So he's old and... Old as dirt. And so old that Bella says his skin looks like it's a different texture than the other vampires. Hmm. Which is interesting. So they they age, actually. It seems that they so show signs of aging. Okay. At least Aro has. <laughs> After three thousand years. I did. I did do a quick Google because you mentioned you wanted to know who the first vampire was, and I couldn't figure out who the first vampire was. But um, when they all come together in the last book, Breaking Dawn, one of there's the group from Egypt, and the male from that group was born in twenty two six zero zero BC. Okay. So he's significantly older than... 4,600 years old. Yeah. So he's pretty old. And I don't think Bella describes him the same way. But he is from Egypt, so he would... It's because he lotions. Probably. Yeah. Probably lotion. Yeah. Um, This man in the middle, Jane calls, like, hey, master. And I'm like, ew, gross. Um, He's very excited to see Alice, Bella, and Edward. And he talks to them like an old friend. And he's like, Felix, like, go get my brother's like, OMG, guys, I'm so excited to see you. I'm so glad you're here. He's like, oh, I'm just so happy that this was a happy ending. I'm so glad we didn't have to kill Edward. Bella, I can't believe you're here. You're so gort. Like, he's like, just like. Being a bud. Yeah, he's just like a dude. And he wants like the whole story. So he looks at Alice and he's like, this is so strange. I never would have guessed your powers were not exact. And Alice is like, why would they be exact? Anyways, Alice and you Edward. Know how magic powers always so precise. Justin, you keep saying magic, but these are vampires, okay? And Alice could tell the future before she was a human, or before she was a vampire. 
<laughs> so it would be magic powers, not vampire powers. Um, no comment. Maybe um, it's the brain damage that lets her see into the future. No, she had it before the brain damage. That's oh. why she went to the institution. Uh. I actually, so remember how I said I wanted to do a bonus? We should go to the library because I want that book in person. I'm not going to listen to that. But there's a whole book that describes everybody's past and Alice's past. She predicted, I believe, her mother's death or her father's death hmm. with the parents' affair partner as the murderer or an accomplice to the murderer. Mm. Does that make sense what I'm saying? Yeah. So then they were like, fuck that. Let's put her in prison, y'all. So. And then her mom died because. Probably. <laughs> for the for that exact reason. For the same thing. Um, Alice and Edward share like their thoughts back and forth. And Aro makes a comment about how wonderful that talent is. He really likes both of their talents. Aro apologizes. He's like, oh my God. Alice, I'm so sorry. I'm so familiar with you. I've got like a kind of similar power to Edward. And Edward is like, okay, wait, your power is way more powerful. Aro needs to, while he needs to physically touch somebody to like do kind of the same thing Edward does, when he like grabs somebody's hand, he hears everything like in their thoughts. Yeah. Whereas Edward like can only hear what somebody's thinking in the moment. Mm. Does that make sense? The difference? So that he can basically do a full mind scan. Yeah. And Whereas Edward can yeah. only do like a boop, 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 boop. Morse code. Do you know I used to know Morse code? Yeah. Well, you don't when we play the game. Um, keep talking and no one explodes. That's a lot of anxiety. Um, as they're talking, two other decrepit old men come in. They both look like Aro in a way, but not really because one has black hair like Aro, but the other is white, has white hair. And he's paper thin skin kind of things. Their is, names. Is he the uh, anime protagonist? <laughs> no. Boring as Bella is. Oh, fuck. Um, they're named Marcus and Caius. And uh, Aro says, oh my gosh, guys, like Bella's alive after all. And Alice is here. Isn't that wonderful? Like genuinely excited about it, but like in a sociopathic way. Yeah. And Bella can tell like the other two are not. <laughs> not putting up with Aro's enthusiasm <laughs> because they have been with him for 3,000 years and they're like, I'm done. <laughs> um, Bro, Marcus, can you shut the like, fuck up? It'd be like, I mean, it's like me on co having coffee in the morning and you waking up and being like... All right. <laughs> yeah. Um. So Marcus, the one with white hair, touches Aro's hand as he passes him and this they pass information this way. And apparently Marcus can see like the intensity of relationships, they do not go into depth. But Marcus can see, like, relationships, and he is very surprised by the intensity of Bella and Edwards, and he shared this info with, um, what's his face? Aro. Did he touch everybody there? Not yet. He's uh, only touched Edward in the past, yeah. when he when Edward was asking for suicide. Yeah. Um, suicide, please. A little. 988. <laughs> yeah, 988. Um... Bella can see that the two older vampires are not giving a shit about what's going on at all. Aro's like, Edward, how can you stand so close to Bella? It's such a waste that we're, like, keeping her here. We could kill her or turn her into a vampire. And Aro says something along the lines of how he has never smelled somebody who calls to him so strongly as Bella does to Edward. They call Bella his singer. But I wrote a note here because I was like, this is strange because Aro is 3,000 years old. Yeah. And Emmett has had two of these singers that yeah. he instantaneously murdered. And uh, how old is, uh, what's his face? Emmett's only 70. Yeah. And Edward's 90 in vampire years, yeah. 105. And he's had one. Eh, some people just don't play the lottery. I guess that's true. Plus, Aro sticks very, they, they stay in their little cave. Yeah. So they're not like out and about. Um, Aro talks about Carlisle. He's like, Edward, you act so much like him. I'm so excited. You guys found each other. And then he's like, um, Bella, can I use my power on yours, on you to see if you're immune to me too? She allows it and she's shaking, but she's like making a comment in her head. She's like, I'm really excited to touch his weird ass skin. Because <laughs> she's like, that's all she can think of. Gross boy. Um, and she says it feels really brittle. And as Aro is, like, trying to read her mind, she can see he becomes, like, kind of mad. And then he, like, goes back to his enthusiastic face. And 
they realize he, Aro, can't see Bella's thoughts. Yeah. So he then asks Jane. He says, Jane, can you try next? And Edward's like, don't. And he gets mad and like walks in front of Bella and then falls to the ground in pain. What does Jane do? Jane can look at you and make you feel pain. Uh. Like, like excruciating pain. So Aro's like, I asked her to do it to me once just to know how it felt like, like a psycho. Mm-hmm. Jane tries it on Bella and it doesn't work. And Aro is so pleased. And he's like, will you, Edward and Alice, join my coven? I'm like, no. And then he's like, Bella, do you want to join my coven? Yeah. And uh, Caius and Marcus are like, uh, no. Let's not do this. No, thanks. And Aro's like, are you guys even considering Bella's prospective talent? Because this is what her talent would be mm-hmm. is as a vampire. She rejects their offer. And Edward's like, why are we here? Can somebody talk to me? Are you are we going to kill us? And Aro's like, no, we were already here. Like, we we're waiting for Heidi to come back. You'll know who Heidi is in a second. I know you're like, please tell me who please Heidi is. Me, I want to know. Heidi D's nuts. No, babe, you must not have heard me. No, I did. You sure? Yeah. Hmm. Uh, Caius argues that Bella needs to die because they can't like let her live. She knows about them. And Edward's like, I'll give her immortality. And they're like, yeah, but how are we going to know? And Alice is like, check my thoughts. I'll prove it. Um, They do this, but Caius requests that they follow up as their offers do not get a second chance. Mm -hmm. And the Voltori will be watching them. Heidi's on the way back. Send an email. Yeah, shoot him an email. Send a picture of Bella. They do develop on film. We already learned that. Eh, Hey, it's me, Bella. Eh. I'm a vampire now. Eh. Um, Heidi's on the way back. And they leave sooner rather than later. So no accidents happen. And Dimitri leads them out. Aro gives Edward his cloak as they leave. And as they, like, head out, a group comes towards them. They hear a large a large amount of, no, a lot of different voices. It's a large crowd. There we go. Big crowd. And they hear some Americans. Some of them look confused. Some look like tourists. Bella is watching them. And there's this one small dark woman who's very scared. She's holding her rosary, asking people questions in a language they don't understand. And Heidi says she was fishing. Dimitri requests if she save a few for him. And they don't end up at the door fast enough before the screaming starts. Cool. So that's how they eat. It's Heidi. Human, human traffics people. That's a cool move. I just don't understand how the government wouldn't be like, y'all saw a bunch of folks come in, right? Like, there's nobody coming out of that house. Nobody's coming out. <laughs> Okie dokie. Uh, chapter 22. Dimitri leaves them by the receptionist, says don't leave till dark. There's a bunch of emotional crap this round. Um, makes me sick. Were they kissing? <laughs> no, but remember, Bella's just like... Edward left me because he doesn't want me, and I've been depressed for seven months. Yeah. The moment she sees Edward, she's like, I'm whole again. I'm going to die. Cool. So now they finally have time to process what's going on, but they don't do it right. They don't do it. They don't process (laughs) it at all. No, they don't actually. And there's no right way to process stuff, but there is in this case. (laughs) There's not a right way, but they definitely did it the wrong way. Yeah. You know what I mean? Okay, so Bella's, like, realized she's shaking really hard, and she's, like, kind of vibrating. And she goes, in her brain, I wonder if this is how Jacob feels before he becomes a werewolf. Probably a lot more mad. You're not mad enough, Bella. (laughs) You seem actually very content. Yeah. And Alice is like, Bella's having hysterics. Edward, why don't you slap her? Like, genuinely. Oh, my God. Not even, like, in a goofy way, like, to make her laugh. Because then Bella realized she's hysterically crying. She's like, ah, it is so stupid for me to react this way. Because no, I might not have enough time to see Edward. And I want to be able to see his face for much, for like a, as long as I can. How dare I fill my eyes with tears so I can't see his face. Listen, I love you a lot. If I'm crying, I'm crying, dog. I'm crying. Good for the pores. 
Yeah. I'm doing what I'm doing. I'm I'm emotionally processing. She's very few times have I cried and not realized I'm crying. Yeah. Because then your body's like, you you need to be doing this. Yeah. That's where she's at right now. And she's like, Ugh, I just want to make sure I can look at Edward. <laughs> Someone get a vacuum and suck these. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> Tears out of my eyes so I can see Edward. Pisses me off. Um, Bella talks to Edward and she goes, does the receptionist know what's going on? Edward says yes. Um, but that she hopes that sh- they'll turn her instead of killing her, which is like, okay, gross. She then takes a moment to be happy to- that she's seeing Edward and she ends up crying even harder. And she- like he like hugs her and like pulls her in tight. And she's like, weird that he didn't push me away. But she's like, I'm not even going to think about it. I'm happy we're together now. Um, Edward looks happy, as happy as somebody that looks like him can be. Someone who just attempted uh, a suicide. Yeah. This is a very uh, suicide-heavy episode. It is. 988, guys. Yeah. Um, in the description, too. They I text- don't typically put it in the description. No. We should. It's three numbers, but we can, yeah. Well, I was thinking the hotline. The crisis the, line the, that I volunteered for? The text for. line. Yeah, okay. Um, uh, Bella thinks that she would rather he kill her now then move one inch away from him. Again, cool. I love you a lot. I love our life a lot. But sometimes I'm stinky and you need yeah. to get away. No, honestly, t- I just mowed the lawn, y'all. And Justin's like, you want to watch this? And I'm like, don't talk to me. <laughs> I'm stinky. I just want to watch SVU and crochet. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I suppose if I hadn't seen you in seven months, I'd be pretty peeved. Because I guess I kind of like you. No homo. A little. Mm. A smidge a, a smidge of homo. A little bit of bi, <laughs> a bi powder on the top. <laughs> Rainbow do- sprinkles. A dollop of homo. A little bit of bi. Yeah. All right. Bella's really tired. She refuses to sleep. She is also thinking that while Edward is hugging her, she's able to fantasize that he wants her. But she's like, I can't even consider that possibility right now. So now and again, Edward gives her like a little kiss on her forehead, makes her heart go. And then Alec arrives and says, you guys can leave. Um, They go to the airport and Edward's like, please sleep. But she's too stubborn. And as they get on the flight, she downs sodas so she can stay awake. I think that's so funny because you know how Mormons can't do coffee. Yeah. So instead, the caffeine in the sodas for Bella is what keeps her awake. So I think that's funny that she has to down sodas because... You know, it's like a Mormon thing not to actually have coffee or hot beverages and stuff like that. Can't they drink tea? I don't know what the rules are. I'm not a Mormon. I just know there's something weird about coffee and stuff like that. Yeah. And no, I don't want to learn and better myself. I think that's a funny religion and I'm not going to learn more about it. Funny cult. <laughs> funny cult. Um. So she does these sodas and Edward's like, Bella, like, don't drink the sodas. And I'm like, fuck off, Edward. Literally fuck off. He was there for the creation of sodas. Mm-mm. What? No, sodas are way older. Really? Mm-hmm. Dr. Pepper was the first one, and it was called Brad's Drink. When was it created? Um, 1800s, because that's what they put medicine in. Yeah. When yeah. He, he, was he not alive for that? I mean, he's... Who, Edward or Carlisle? Edward. Edward was um, born in 1901. Oh, okay. When were sodas... Invented, I guess. Yeah, seventeen seventy six. Seventy seventeen sixty seven. Really? Was he made the first carbonated beverage and then these were sold in pharmacies as snake oil. Yeah. I guess there is naturally carbonated water. Yeah. Have you seen that? No. It's like you can buy bottles of like spring water that's naturally carbonated. I don't believe that. Okay. How do they filter it? They probably like just how do they filter it in the bubbles stay? I don't know. Sounds fake. Okay, anyways, she she does end up sleeping at the airport or on the plane because she's been awake for like 28 hours at this point. Yeah, not or great. Not more than that. And um she's like genuinely surprised because at the airport the whole car the whole Cullen family is there. She's no. like hasn't seen these folks in months. She considered them her second family. That would be pretty devastating. Yeah. But um, Carlisle and Esme are there, and Esme gives her, Esme gives her a hug and is like, 
thank you for saving my son. And then she, again, growls at Edward (laughs) and tells him to never put her through that again. And he's like, yes, mom. And I'm like, no, no, it's not a yes, mom situation. You tried to die. (laughs) (laughs) Don't commit suicide. Yeah, mom, I won't. I won't. How about we institutionalize you and we give you a little bit more help? Yeah. How about any therapy? Literally. So they're like, okay, Bella's dead on her feet. Let's get her in the car. And in the car, like at the car is Esme and no Emma and Rosalie and Dr. Collins like getting like ride with them Rose feels really bad about what happened please and um they say that Rose wants to make her amends so Rose starts to apologize to Edward he goes I already know what you're thinking I'm gonna like he's like pissed at her because she's the reason he thought Mm -hmm. Bella killed herself yeah um she then, like, turns to Bella and apologizes to Bella. And Bella's shocked because this is the first time that Rose has ever directly spoken to her. Yeah. Um, another thing. Mm-hmm. Don't they go to college, like, a lot, too? Yeah. None of them did psychology. I think Alice did psychology. Alice seems like the, le- like the <laughs> least, like, the one in need of most therapy yeah well she's emotionally stunted at whatever they did to her at the yeah whatever it's called institution the torture place yeah the torture chamber so that's the first time rose ever spoke to her and she just says i'm grateful you've saved my brother thank you so much um can i i like for i'd like your forgiveness rosalie's the one who smashed the salad in the movie (laughs) yeah who drops it rose does not like bella and we'll discuss it here in a minute. Because she wants Edward for him herself. Oh no, Emmett's her Emmett's her boy toy. She could have two boy toys, Blue. It's twenty twenty one. That's true. The or fact 2022. that they're twenty twenty one. It's August. It's actually almost September. Also, I agree with you. The fact that there are no polyamorous groups of vampires, like there's mm. no way the Volturi aren't doing something yeah. inappropriate over yeah. there. It's no been 3,000 years You're telling years me Aro isn't like, guy. damn, Marcus and Caius, you, you boys be looking good. Yeah. Good try. Um, so Emmett says, whatever forgiveness Bella gives now doesn't count since she's too tired and she's falling asleep and Got that him. you'll have to do it again later, which he does it in the jokey way, which I just think so cute because he's like, this doesn't count. You but, like, actual consent-wise? Yeah, no, he's right. Yeah. Yeah. But he does it in a jokey way to, like, yeah. make Rose feel better. Yeah. So, when she wakes up, it she hears Charlie screaming. Um, Edward's got her in her arms. He's taking, playing COD. He's just getting lit. He's getting There's a sports game on. He can't. He Who cares about his silly? No, he cares really bad. <laughs> he's. I can't even make that joke. You know how much I love Charlie. Um, he's like pissed at Edward, aggravated. How dare he show his face there? Which I agree. How yeah, dare sure. you? And he goes on Edward. He's like, get out of here. And Bella's like, again, passed out. Like, Dad, don't be, uh, don't be mad at him. He's like, I, he's like, I won't hear it. And like, beat to shit too. Yeah, literally. Like, the shins bleeding. Mm-hmm. Uh, well they're not bleeding otherwise she would be dead but yeah she shin's busted her shin's busted she hit edward and alice drowning so charlie takes her upstairs and edward's like i'll meet you up there how does she how 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 does charlie not think edward's physically abusive he might i think charlie's a good dad the fact that he even entertains the idea of bella because bella's technically a legal adult at this point and um I can't remember when she starts doing it, but Charlie obviously grounds her for this and she threatens him. She goes, I'll move out if you don't let me see Edward. She's like, I want to stay here, but I'll move out if you don't let me see Edward, which is just so manipulative. Yeah. You're 18. I get it. You're, you're an adult. You think you're an adult and you know best. Your parents, if they're good parents, do tend to know what's best for you. I do get, like, finding the grounding as uh, as kind of bullshit. but I mean, as a kid, yeah. Yeah. Well, as an adult, I'm saying. Like, oh, as yeah, an 18-year-old, yeah, yeah. finding that bullshit because, like, you are an adult. Mm-hmm. But also, 
if that happens, there needs to be a conversation of what's going on. Yeah, you can't just threaten your father. Like, yeah. you have to have an adult discussion about it. Here's yeah. my expectations. Because yeah. rem- they do kind of sit down in the next book, but Bella's like, I'll move out if you don't let me see Edward. She's like, I won't fight your grounding. I won't, like, fight any of the rules you put upon me. I'm a good kid, you know that, but I will move out if you don't let Edward come around. What the fuck? Just, just so icky, like. Yeah. And can you imagine being a parent who hears that? Like, your kid is so obsessed with somebody like that. Yeah. I would, like, literally, I, I think I would try to move. Yeah. I would try to move my kid into a different school. Yeah. Because something is clear, like, and counseling, because something's clearly wrong if that's. Yeah. Chapter 23, she wakes up after being asleep for a huge amount of time. And she's like, wow, I had the weirdest dream. And, like, that's the weirdest dream I've had in so long. Like, these monsters, like, my beautiful angel was there. She's like, I don't want to wake up and lose them. However, as she wakes up, she can feel these stone arms around her. Again, how disconcerting would that be? Also not comfortable. No. I've slept on the ground. Sometimes I do sleep on the ground for my back. Yeah. But the rest of my body will not forgive me for another week. Yeah. I'm like, I don't even like it when your arm's under my head. I don't like when, you know how our couch sucks? Yeah. And it has like the bars in the middle. I can't sleep on the, I have to put like 50 blankets on it. And you're telling me Bella can sleep with this nasty, again, cold it's yeah. not even like it's a regular a cement, hard surface. If you <laughs> cast an arm in cement and put it in yeah. your bed. Ugh, that literally. Ugh. So he's there. And she's um, there. He's there. And she's like, oh, that's crazy. I hope my illusion doesn't go away. Um, but she opens her eyes. He's still there. And she's like, wow, my delusions are doing really good right now. Like, she's like <laughs> oh excited. She's like, damn, they are kicking ass. Like, he looks great in these delusions. <laughs> And she's overwhelmed because his smell. And she says, this is better than... he stinks. She's like, this is way better than drowning. Then she goes, oh, shit. I did drown. This is going to kill Charlie. But then her Edward fantasy is like, you're not dead. You're awake. And she's like, what? No. Are you sure about that? She's like, okay, I get that most of what happened. Oh, wait, wait, wait. What? The are you sure about that? You know the John Cena? I think. Where he like peels a little piece back and sticks his face in it and he's like, are you sure about that? Yeah. Um, He surprised a kid that way. Oh, it was like cute. for a make a wish thing. Oh. I think. And it was just like the kid was scared shitless and then was like, oh my god, John Cena. He's like, oh, I'm sorry. That's cute. Yeah. Are you sure about that? Where was I now? Um... She realizes that most of her dream must have actually happened because she's not tired anymore. And Edward says she slept for 14 hours and it's the middle of the night. <laughs> um, she wonders, like, okay, she goes, okay, Edward, delusion. She doesn't believe that he's actually there. What are we going to tell Charlie? What's our story? And he's like, shit, I was hoping you would come up with a good one. So they don't have an explanation. There's no story they have to tell Charlie what the hell just happened. Yeah. She's like, okay, well, what had you been, like, if we're going to talk and you're real, what have, what were you doing before you went down to Italy to kill yourself? And he said he was hunting. And they do a little gab, and she's like, okay, I'm literally still dreaming, like, there's no way. And then he starts word vomiting about how super sorry he is. And if he had known about Victoria, then he would have come right back. And he can't believe the werewolves, and he's sick to his core. And then this bitch has the audacity the lowest self-esteem because she goes, don't feel guilty. Are you fucking kidding me? She goes, you can't take all of it. It's not your job to take the blame because she believes that Edward went to the Volturi to die because he felt guilty for her death, like that he caused it. And that's why he wanted to go. But yeah. he's pissed at her. And he's like, I went to the Volturi because I couldn't live without you. What an asshole. So I'm literally so frustrated at these guys. She's confused because, again, when he left, he was like, I don't love you anymore. So she's like, what are you talking about? Like, you left. You said this. And he's like, I'm a good liar, but that was excruciating. And I lied to save you, but that didn't work. So for the people at home, uh, during that whole little rant, um, I had something at the beginning of it that I want to say. And we have a nonverbal way of communicating that I want to interject so we don't. I don't so I don't get pissed. Yeah. yeah. Um, 
I probably did it four times. I didn't uh, realize you were doing it. I was getting mad. And Blue just ranted through it. What do you want to say? Uh, does Bella have, does she, did she have a passport before this? Yes, she did. Her mom wanted to get Mary out of the country to fill and they had the passport previously. Okay. Just a lot. I, can't, I literally can't believe you asked that question because I didn't put that in there. I was like, who gives a shit about her passport? Yeah. And then, of course, this motherfucker's over here like, does Bella have a passport? I'm just like, not a lot of people actually have a passport. Really? Yeah. I've had one since I was a kid, so. I'm going to Google it. Thanks, Google. Anyways, so I'm mad at them. And she doesn't believe him now because it never once made sense to her that he would love her. You know what I mean? She's always had that low self-esteem. Yeah. So he confirms, like, I do love you. I still love you. And he kisses her like it's nobody's business. Gross. She doesn't have a lot of trust in him, rightfully so. She believes he'll still leave her. And he's like, no, no, I won't. (laughs) And then it's uncomfortable and I hate it. No, you're too pretty to leave. (laughs) You're too pretty to leave. He then tells her that she was he was out hunting Victoria. But that he actually really sucked at it. (laughs) He was not good at hunting. And he does plan to kill her one day. But she gets, like, extremely anxious and begs him not to because she doesn't want him to die or put himself in danger. Yeah. They then end up discussing the Volturi, and he makes a comment that they don't have to be hasty to change her. Like, it's not a problem. Um, because they'll probably she'll probably be 30 by the time they come around. You know? So, like, it's not even an issue. You have, yeah. like, 10 more years. Bella freaks the fuck out. She starts panicking because Edward still refuses to change her and, in his words, destroy her soul. So she's, like, becoming frustrated. She's like, I'll still die. Yeah. He's like, no problem. I'll die right after you. No, and that's not what she wants. No, there's literally not giving a shit about her emotions. She's literally like, I want to turn. The one thing Bella wants. Yes. Besides Edward, which is still wanting Edward. And he re- fucking refuses to listen to her. Yeah. So then she's like, I'm leaving. And he's like, where the hell are you going? She's getting dressed. He's like, she's like, I'm going to your house. He's like, they all need to make the decision too. Um, so it is actually not uh, as big a difference as it. I thought it is 40% of people have a passport in the US. Mm. Okay. I thought it would be like 10%. Really? That's yeah. interesting. Well, I, I suppose people work outside of the country a lot, too, sometimes. Yeah. And I wonder if that um, combines people who have dual citizenship or immigrants who have a passport Ooh, to another country. Yeah. Um, She's going. They can't take the truck because they'll wake Charlie. So Edward pig- gives her a nice little comfy piggyback. Oh, I thought you were. <sighs> what? I thought you were going to say he- they took his Volvo. No, babe, the Volvo is not here. Where is it? I don't know. Maybe he took it to Brazil with him. That's not funny. What? I'm sorry. Will you forgive me? I don't want to do the podcast anymore. <laughs> if there's no Volvo, I want to leave. There's no Volvo, I want to leave. Uh, she tells Edward that it's no longer his decision anymore to change her. And that if they're going to bring the Volturi down on him and his family, then the family gets a say in her mortality and she's putting it to a vote. Which I think is pretty... I mean, it's her decision no matter what. Um, but I thought that was a pretty... Like, she's got some some uh, self-esteem now. Yeah. She's like, literally, fuck you. Yeah. Fuck off. You're, you're putting your family in harm's way. So chapter 24, he's shockingly not pleased. She, he gives a piggyback. He gives her a piggyback. And she's like, that is so, I, I just hopped right on his back and I get, and he gave me a ride and it was like so routine. It's like not something you can forget, like riding a bike. Yeah. Ew. Yeah. They get close to the house and they kind of like have a gab. And Bella says her greatest fear is that Edward will leave, leave her. And he's like, I hope I can convince you that I'll never leave you again. Which, honestly, even for me, and I don't have a lot of abandonment issues, um, that would, I would, uh, no. Not believe that at all. I would need maybe a year and some very intensive couples counseling. Yeah. So she's like, okay, well, if you're going to be back, like, I would like the stuff you stole from me when you left. He's like, that's kind of funny. Like, I never actually took it. It's been under your floorboards this whole time. 
Yeah, she, you dumb bitch. You dumb. Literally, look he's under like, your fucking floorboards. Did you sometimes. even look under your floorboards? <laughs> what are you, you dumb idiot? She then kind of thinks on it, and she's like, oh, my gosh, I might have known this the whole time. Like, maybe that's why your voice was there. My my subconscious never stopped thinking that you loved me. It's like um, I knew it was there because the music box you gave me was completely wound up and kept going for, like, seven <laughs> it, days. It was really scary. Yeah, I was kind of freaked out. <laughs> She then tells him about all the dangerous stuff that she did while he was gone, and he gets mad. And he's like, what the... And she goes, shh, I'm having an epiphany. (laughs) She thinks the reason she was hearing his voice was because her subconscious was trying to tell her that Edward had always loved and cared for her. Um, Which is not true. You have some sort of issue. You do not hallucinate. Yeah. Without yeah. an issue, I'm sorry. You don't, yeah, you don't just without some third, whenever. third part, without some like secondary third party involvement. Yeah, and if you have like DMT, dynamite. N- no, wait, you said TNT. No, I said DMT, and I win my fight. Oh my god, <laughs> do it one more time. DMT. Watch me explode! One more time. I don't think that's the next... It is. It literally is. It is? Yeah, do it one more time. DMT. Oh, I fucking forgot the next line. Yeah? Yeah. I gotta do it. (laughs) Okay, if you can't hear her, she's now whispering the lyrics to ACDC's... I forgot it. Okay. Crap. Um... He says that she was better at surviving because most of the time... He just, like, curled up into a ball (laughs) and just sat there. But she at least pretended and attempted to survive. Which I was like, okay, so I'm hearing you both weren't happy. And you both suck as people. You both cannot be uh, human beings without somebody else being involved. Yeah. Okay, I get Edward's a vampire. He's not a human being. Shut up. Shut up. So they go into the house. He has people emotions and people brain. Yeah, well, child brain. Yeah. Um... And they go in for a vote, and she tells them, like, tells the coven. Was that what they're called? Yeah. Um, And all of them are there, even Rosalie and Emmett. That since the Volturi is now involving all of them, she's putting it to a vote. If they want to change her, and she will become part of the family, they get a vote. If they vote no, she'll go back to Italy and have the Volturi kill her then and there. Cool. So, super easy choice. Edward then goes, I also have something to say. I don't think this is that big of an issue. Like, since Bella has that weird protective thing, we can hide her the whole time and she can just get old and die. Which is, again, not what she wants. Yes. I don't agree with what Bella wants. She's known this fuck for a year and a half and half of that time he's been gone. Yeah. But still, she's making her choice. I don't like it. I don't like it. But she's gets to do it yeah i hate it yeah so bella stands up straight remembers this is her meeting and she wants the vote you shut the fuck up Edward. shut the hell up <laughs> <laughs> the vote is do you want bella to join the family alice votes yes jasper votes yes rose votes no but only because she wished she had somebody to vote no for her so that's kind of why rose hates bella so much because yeah, yeah she didn't want to be a vampire yeah you know that from the movies Emmett's yes, Esme's yes, Carlisle says, um, Carlisle is about to vote, and Bella's really worried the most about his vote because this is his family. And before he can officially vote, Edward goes apeshit. He starts throwing things, crashing, throwing a huge fit, and his vote is yes, since Edward will choose not to live without her, and I can't let Edward die. I want you to join my family. Yeah. Which makes total sense. That's his first son. So Edward, like, remember when he threw a temper tantrum in the clearing? Mm-hmm. He's still kind of doing that same thing in the house, like throwing a fit. <laughs> He's holding onto the walls. <laughs> <laughs> this is the skin of a killer, Bella. <laughs> <laughs> this is the wall of a killer, Bella. <laughs> <laughs> so, again, if your partner gets angry like that, Get out maybe it. have a discussion. Um... Belle's like, all right, let's fucking do this. And Alice, she's like, Alice, fucking bite me. And Alice is like, whoa, I need a minute. I don't know how to do that without killing you. Carlisle's like, I'm always happy to do it. Edward says they can't now 
because Charlie will be looking for her and she can't just suffer for three days or Charlie will call the FBI. Thanks, Charlie. Which is correct. Edward requests they wait until after she graduates, which is in three months. Carlisle and her agree and they head out. As they're on their way home, Edward vibes with her and is like, he's not throwing a fit anymore. Everybody knows you need a soul to do PT or uh, yeah, uh, gym. You gotta, you gotta have a soul to do gym class. Oh, I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> well, I think she's more, he's more worried that she's gonna be a newborn vampire in a school full of people she might kill. Yeah, but you gotta have a soul to pass that math exam. That's true. Trig- trigonometry. Edward asks, if you could have anything in the world, what would you want? And she goes, I want you to be the one to change me, which is giving me like taking virginity vibes. It's soup. That's exactly what it means. Because then he tries to barter for more time for her to be human. So he's like, how about five years of you being human and then I'll bite you? How about three? How about this? And she's like, no, I want to be a vampire. Yeah. And he finally goes, okay, then marry me first. And she's like, okay, where's the punchline? He's like, it's not. I just proposed to you. And he, she's like getting panicky. And he's like, are you serious? You want to be a vampire, but you don't want to conv- commit to marrying me. Which is correct. That's Edward actually is right valid, in this yeah. in this point. Um, and it kind of reminded me of people who get tattoos but can't put stickers on stuff. Because <laughs> like, that's totally me. I'm happy to get a tattoo, but I can't put a sticker on something for no, the life of no, me. No, no, no. And it just gave me that vibe where you're willing to commit to something for the rest of your life, Hmm. but not something else, which is fine. You don't have to commit to both things, but it's also like when she's becoming a vampire, she's committing to Edward. Yeah. He is old fashioned. So marriage is important to him and Steph. So that's what he wants. I mean, marriage could definitely be important to you. Like, it wasn't super important to us. Mm-mm. Like, we kind of just got married, so taxes and... Yeah. Because it was like, meh. Yeah. But if you if that's something you want to do and it's important to you, it totally makes Shouldn't sense. Shouldn't be a bribe or an ultimatum. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So she's afraid because her family thinks getting married young is bad. And it was her mom's biggest fear for her, which I think is really inappropriate for her mom to be putting that fear on Bella just because Bella's mom made those same mistakes. Yes. She's like, okay, I'll give more time of being human. He's like, no, I've decided I want to marry you, which is like, no, this is such a weird conversation because remember how you bartered to me to marry me? Yeah, I was like, "Mm, you give me three sheep or no marriage. Mm -hmm. And I said, ah, no no give me one cat and ten dogs three cats and then we said ah yes a marriage has been made and then we got three cats and then we both turned into vampires yep (laughs) so charlie wakes up and he gives her a talk um but not a sex talk that's next book (laughs) oh no Um, oh no he's like why this is way too late for the sex talk. She's fucking 18. This She's is dating way this too late. For like seven months. Oh, God. Um, also, this is something I was thinking. I love that Charlie trusts Bella so much. Yeah. I love that trust and communication in a family. Um, Bella sucks at communicating to Charlie. But I was thinking when Bella got the stomach flu, she had been spending so much time with Jake. One of my first fears as a parent, again, I'm not one, would be, is my child pregnant? Yeah. She'd been spending nonstop, unsupervised time with Jacob, another teenager. Yeah. And then she starts throwing up. I would freak out. Yeah. Luckily, she had the stomach flu, but like, and again, I love the trust Charlie has. You should trust your child if you can. But also be a little worried about your child. Too. Yeah. You Also, 18. And again, the next book is when he has, tries to have a sex talk with her. A little too late. A little. I get that, that Steph is Mormon, but too late. 18 is too late. Yeah. Is it? Do you think it's because... Does Charlie learn they're getting married and then no. does a sex talk? Okay. We'll talk about it next book. But okay. he that's just he makes a decision. So. Oof. The decision too late. Way too late. I mean, when she arrived and started dating Edward would have been an appropriate time. But also, her mom should have given... Her mom did give it to her way late, way yeah. earlier. But it's just like something your kids need to know so they can prevent and make positive choices. Yeah. 
So yeah, that's my one for Charlie. He wakes up and tells her she's in big trouble. Um, he's like, I came home from the funeral freaking out. Jacob's there at the house to tell me that you're gone. And she, this is when she plays the hardball. She goes, I will accept responsibility. I will not be leaving Forks. And he's like, why were you gone? She's like, oh, it was just a misunderstanding. It was out of hand. She goes, yeah, I jumped off the cliff. And Charlie goes, you did what? Hmm. She And then she goes, fuck. <laughs> She's like, crap. I forgot he didn't know. She's like, I wasn't trying to kill herself. And then he gets really worried. He's like, were you trying to kill yourself? Yeah, like yeah. a good parent should be. Yeah. And she's like, I promise you, I was not. And then this is where she becomes a dick for me. That pisses me off. He's like, you can't see Edward anymore. And she goes, fine, but not fine. And I agree with you way fine. And I'll end up moving out. She doesn't. She's like, I don't want to move out. I love you. I want to stay here with you, but I'm not not going to see Edward. Yeah. She's like, uh, me and Edward are a package deal. And I am mad because Literally, he just, Charlie just saw his estranged daughter suffer in a near catatonic state for, for seven, seven whole seven months. Seven fucking months. And in three fucking days, she disappears, comes back with this dumb bitch ass hoe who left her in the fucking woods to get lost and eaten by a bear. She became so depressed she was literally catatonic. He was going to send her to an institution. Yeah. He called her mom up there. A mom that he doesn't even want to talk to. Yeah. Because their divorce was so bad. Yeah. And this bitch has the audacity to play the hardball game with him. Yeah. It. I don't know if it's me being who I am. Let me know if that pisses you off. If you're listening to this. No, set her on fire. Set her all the way on fire. It's just like how any teen thinks that they know more than their parent. It's just the way things go. But you just... Fuck you. Not even acknowledging that Charlie... Again, I'm not trying to play the pain game. Bella was sad. She was depressed. She lost a boyfriend of six months. Charlie lost his daughter and his wife. And one foul swoop... This bitch, Renee, takes his daughter away from him. And he, he, I'm sorry, he wins. Like, yeah. And it, yeah, I know I'm going off the rails, but it just pisses me off that Belle has the fucking audacity for this. Yeah. <sighs> to, to leverage her age, her barely just turned 18, well, she's 18 and a half now, to force him to be okay with Edward, the man he saw ruin his daughter's life. Yeah. Like, Set her all the way on fire. What if there was an actual domestic abuse issue? And this is the position Bella is taking. And Charlie wouldn't have any room open to have a discussion like, hey, I'm worried about your safety. Yeah. Here, how about this? What if he wasn't a vampire? What, what if, if he was a regular boy? Yeah. And it kind of gives me like the fact that Edward and her are so tight like that. Give me like the... um alienation that people who are abusive do where like people don't tend to have friends yeah where they pull their they very sing like they single everybody victim o- yeah. away from everybody and it kind of gives me like but she's doing that to herself in this case yeah but he doesn't know that either no he doesn't and he's a cop so i'm sure he's like 20 times as worried as we are yeah okay I'll he stop. should know the patterns he should so they end up making up and they deal with that. And Bella and Edward kiss. And he's like, like, I'm worried about the soul thing. And she's like, you can't be worried about the soul thing. Because when you thought you were dead in Volturra, you said Carlisle was right. So you must believe there's a heaven and a hell. And that's where they actually end the chapters. And then there's the epilogue. <laughs> no. <laughs> so the epilogues are a thing are close to normal. She missed an important test. So she might not be a be able to graduate but right now college is numero uno she hasn't been able to see jacob due to the house arrest situation is what she calls it i'm like do you mean the fact that you left for three days without informing your parental guardian left the country left the and i don't even think charlie knows she left the country she said she said she went to california oh god cool lie so um he kicks Edward out at nine and she ends up, she, every night she tries to call Jacob from nine to late at night. 
And she kind of quickly kicks Jacob out of her mind when she does think about him. But she does also kind of feel bad for not thinking about him more. So it's kind of like Edward's back. Fuck you, Jacob. Yeah. And she's getting mad at Jacob for not answering her calls. And when Billy answers the phone, he's like, Jacob doesn't want to talk. Understandable. Totally understandable that he does not want to talk. Yeah. And it's kind of like if I think of this part in two ways. And I know I'm overanalyzing because I'm kind of hyped about the Charlie thing. But if you think about it, if they're just regular high school kids. Yeah. Jacob said, I like you. Bella said, I don't. And he said, well, I'm going to keep trying. And Bella said, okay. (laughs) Like she didn't like she didn't continue pushing her boundary. We discussed that. And then their best friends for seven, like, let's say three out of that seven months she was gone. But like daily best friends, like constantly together. Yeah. Then this fuck shows up within three days. She's back with him and drops all contact with Jacob. Or she doesn't drop all contact with Jacob. She does a pity call once a day. Well, she she does try to call him and she gets mad at him for not answering. But I can understand Jacob's perspective. Like, you chose him kind of. Yeah. It's it's like a teenage squabble. Yeah. Like I as an adult am now like you guys should just communicate. But if like if I were a teen, I would 100% be doing the exact yeah, same yeah. thing. Um, if you think of it from the like werewolf mythos thing they're doing, he literally cannot be near Edward without wanting to kill him. Yeah. And it's like, what does Bella expect? She's like, you can't like you can't just not do that. And he, she's like, I'm you, literally a fucking werewolf. You guys could just can't be buds. No, I will literally instinctually need to murder him. Yeah, I, I have ingrained in me hatred. It's like how humans t- if a baby sees a snake, the baby freaks out. Yeah. We have an instinctual thing that tells us that thing is bad, and that's what Jacob has. Yeah. And he could turn into a wolf and kill her. Yeah. Although he's convinced. It kind of pisses me off, too, because when Jake is around Sam, Yuli, and Sam's like, you could kill Bella. And Jake's like, I couldn't do that. Whereas, because Sam hurt his girlfriend. Dude, what a fucking dickhead. So Jacob always insinuates that Jacob wouldn't be, wouldn't do that. But uh, Sam did. Sam, you're just kind of a weak beta. Yeah, I might, I should be the alpha. Your partner. Did I mention I have this on my paternal and maternal great-grandfather's side? Yeah. Not to brag. So, anyways, okay, I'm getting more heated. So, she's mad at Jacob. Edward tries to ease her mind. He's like, Jacob can't come around. They, we all have to keep a safe distance. I don't know if I'll be able to... I think I can control myself from not killing him, but Jacob's a young werewolf. He, like, literally might not be able to. And I don't know if I would be able to not kill him when we fight. Like, I wouldn't be able to hold myself back from that. So they reach the house, and Edward's like, oh, shit, Bella, you're gonna be pissed. Because at the house is Bella's motorcycle that Charlie didn't know about. So... She knows that Charlie's going to get her, and Edward's like, wait, Jacob's in the wood waiting for us. But Jacob's actually there for Edward. He's even bigger than he was the last Jesus time. Jesus, fuck. It was only like four days. I googled it, and he was six seven by the end of these books. Jesus Christ. He went from 5'10 to 6'7 in a year. Yeah. His bones, bro. What he's eating? Oh, my God. So I mean, he must be going in wolf mode and eating like a full deer a day. Oh my gosh, how do you think your body would digest that when you switched back? Because you don't big have- poopies. <laughs> well, you don't have the capacity in your stomach. Yeah. Anyways, um, he's smiling, but he's smiling in the mean way that like like indicates he's kind of in a dick mode. Bella's sad. She's dick mode activating. <laughs> She's like, Jacob, how could you do this to me? And Edward, like, is reading his mind. And he's like, Jacob thought this was the best way for you to get grounded, to stay away from me. And she's she's like, I am grounded. Why do you think I haven't been your way down to La Push? And Edward. <laughs> why, don't think, why do you think I haven't La Pushed myself <laughs> over there? Shut up. Just because our number one fan said she thought you were funny <laughs> doesn't mean I think you're funny. Yeah. So Edward is like kind of being a dick because he's reading Edward or Jacob's mind and just telling Bella, and that would piss me off. And Edward's like, Jacob thought that I wouldn't let you go near him, not Charlie. And Jacob's mad. He's shivering, clenching his hand. 
And Edward goes, before you get all pissed, baby, I just want to thank you for keeping Bella alive. And Jacob's like, I literally didn't do it for you. Uh, We were just being friends. (laughs) And Bella and Jacob end up talking. uh, They do gross ickies about how they'll always be together forever. And Bella's like, what do you even want? He's there to remind the vampires that they can't bite a human. It's bite, not kill. So even if they bite a human being, the treaty's over. Yeah. So in that moment, Bella gives up that she was clearly planning on doing this and becoming a vampire. He starts to convulse and he like doing a fit. And before anything can happen, they hear Charlie's voice and he and Jacob's like, hey, I'm, I'm genuinely sorry. I didn't do this on purpose. I didn't mean for you to get in any more trouble. And before Jacob leaves, Edward asks about Victoria. They fight, but it doesn't matter. They have to go. And Bella's like, are we still friends? And he's like, no, we can't be. Like, I I miss you. I want to, but we can't. Yeah. And she goes for a hug. But before she can, Edward pulls her away. He's like, don't do that. And he's like, Jacob's pissed. He's like, that's what Bella wanted to do. Why did you do that? We don't get an answer for that. Uh, Because he's a controlling asshole. Yes. And I think like in Edward's brain, he's like, but he might turn into a werewolf. Fuck off, Edward. Fuck off. Bella knows that she'll never be able to be happy again until she can see him smile. And she's stressed because her best friend now considers her her, his enemy, which is true. Victoria's on the loose, and if she doesn't become a vampire soon, the Volturi will I'm kill sorry, her. I'm sorry, Blue. Uh, I'm looking at the screen. You read that wrong. Victoria is on a loose. <laughs> I can't spell, babe. Don't look at my <laughs> don't look at my notes, dude. Um, the Volturi will kill her, and no problem. Her dad's grounding her. But don't worry, Edward's there, and oh, that's how they Edward, end the book. Edward's home. You know how when I'm really stressed, and just your presence makes me forget everything. No. Oh, that's right, because you actually have to talk to me and communicate with me, and we work through our issues together. That don't make no sense. That don't make no sense. That don't make no sense. We did it. We finished New Moon. Okay. Eclipse, I've heard, is the worst one. God damn it. (laughs) Which we are taking that one... One one week at a time. One week at a time. Once a week at a time. Hopefully it'll just be a four-parter, so we'll kind of get all through September with those as we iron out some things in real life. Yeah. Um, we think we're going to be able to do a video of us watching the first Twilight movie and reacting to it with our faces. Yeah. Um, that'll probably be able to put in some clips here and there. Yes. And that'll probably be posted on our YouTube. Um, so go subscribe, hit that bell. Yeah. Subscribe. Smash smash that that like button. Uh, follow us on Twitter, Reading Hostage. Um, shoot us over an email. Let us know what you want us to read. Um, I think it's Hunger Games, Divergent, and then Maze Runner next. Yeah. Which will probably finish up this year. But if you want a different order, you can reach out to us. I'm really, really wanting to do Hunger Games next. But if you want to switch up Maze Runner or Divergent, let me know. Yeah. Um, Maze Runner is locked in. <laughs> Justin's excited for oh, Maze I Runner. Oh, I meant uh, Hunger Games. Yeah, Hunger Games is locked in. Um, we have a goal to get 25 reviews uh, before the end of the year. So I did not know about this goal. We literally discussed it in one of our Worry Cats episodes. Did we? Yeah. I don't remember that. Dude, do you fucking black out during these? Oh, I think I do. <laughs> you literally must. <laughs> I think it's just I just shut off. After these, we don't even talk to each other. We just do our separate things yeah. to emotionally decompress. Because that's a healthy thing yeah. to do is take a minute. Um, but this is literally just... I'm gonna, yeah, I'm going to take a shower to get away from you for after this. <laughs> but our goal is 25. What did I just say? Reviews. Uh, five or zero stars. Those are our rules. Um, so please do so on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, wherever you listen, but really just those two. Honestly, we don't care about the other ones. Also, zero does not mean not leaving a review. Please leave us a review. Zero means zero stars. Mm-hmm. You got to figure that out. You got to figure it out. If you figure out how to leave zero stars, you can. But if you can't, you got to leave five. If you can't. <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, and it won't hurt our feelings if you ask your friends who don't listen to us to leave a review. Just saying. But Just, tell, also tell them to listen. Yeah, I mean, tell them to listen. Funny as hell. We have we're made sexy. 13 cents thus far. We're hot. I'm not that funny. We're You're smarter kind of than funny. you. Like, probably combined. And we're hot as hell. I'm pretty cute. <laughs> Either way, thanks so much for listening to Reading Held Hostage. I'm glad we finally finished New Moon. And we'll actually see you next week. Yeah, my name's Blue, and I love to read. And my name's Justin, and I hate to read. Scroll out. Oh my god! That scared me! (laughs) My heart is racing.